Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, the founder of the Dream Chasers platform, and thank you for tuning into our content. We've got some phenomenal creators making a name for themselves on this platform, and we just want to say thank you for going on this journey with us. It's been a lot of fun over the past few years, and hey, we're just getting started. We would also like to take this moment to shine light on our sponsor, Raise Masters, the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers. To learn more about Raise Masters, you can go to raisemasters.com. That's raisemasters.com. And again, thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us, your time. Now kick back and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the TGIF with Courtney podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Stone, and today we are joined with a great guest, Stuart Heath. Stuart, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, thank you for coming on. I'm glad to hear your story and what you've been up to and how you've amassed such great success. So why don't we just jump right in? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, where, where are you from right now? Um, how did you get to where you are today? Um, work-wise, entrepreneurship, whatever your uh, story is, let us know. Sure. Well, um, I'm a, so I've been around for a, for a long time. Uh, I am a certified public accountant, CPA, uh, and have been um, uh, since I got licensed right out of college uh, and started my career working for Pricewaterhouse, uh, doing public accounting and auditing and taxes and uh after a few years, thought I knew everything, so I went out and started doing it for myself. And um, so after about 10 years of uh, public accounting for myself, um, it, it finally dawned on me that this thing my dad had told me, who was also a CPA, told me that you can't make money selling your own time. Uh, and so I, I, had, I had a small firm. It was just me. Uh, and, and, a, and a partner, and we were all just uh, sort of doing our own thing. Um, and he, he told me, you can get rich selling other people's time. Uh, and, and it finally dawned on me what that really meant. Uh, I had no desire really to build uh, you know, an accounting firm with uh, 20, 30 or, or more people. Uh, didn't like the business that much. So I just started looking around. And some of my favorite clients uh, had made a ton of money doing real estate. Uh, back then, that was before they were called fix and flips. Uh, but, uh, the, you know, that's that's what they were doing. Uh, and others who had amassed a fortune um, uh, doing um, uh, rental properties and things of that nature. So uh, and, and so I started emulating them. I started learning everything I could. Um, so one evening, um, in the middle of tax season, um, I, I was, uh, frustrated, you know, uh, with where I was making lots of money, but I wasn't building any wealth. And so I'm, uh, I'm sitting, uh, on the sofa in my den and I, this infomercial that I had seen the start of, um, uh, many times, uh, came on uh, from a guy named Carlton Sheets. And again, as I started, I'm an old guy. He used to have infomercials on uh, all the time, all through the 90s. And so this is probably the year 2000 when I'm doing this. And and so what the heck? It's all about real estate. I'll buy it. It's $199 money back guarantee. You know, what, what, what do I have to lose? So I bought it. And I started listening to the tapes and reading the stuff. And, you know, this is pretty good information. 
And so it gave me confidence to move forward uh, and about how to do things. So I just started combing the classified ads for properties. Uh, and that's back when we had newspapers <laughs> and people would put things in classified ads. And so, and so that was my Saturday morning routine. And so uh, I found one in my local town of Franklin, Tennessee, and um, uh, contacted the seller. And we went back and forth for a week or 10 days. And, uh, I, and you know, his program was called No Money Down. So I was, I was playing his playbook, and, and I got the seller to take back 100% financing on this duplex. And boom, I was in the business. Um, First, uh, it was a dog of a property. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was a, a duplex, uh, really in in the slums, and um, uh, but it was about an eighty year old property. Uh, it, it was it, it, it pretty well built, so it, it wasn't really all that bad. But it was um, it was interesting, and I started to enjoy it. And so I went from there, and I found another lead. Um, of a group of uh, 14 duplexes up in Nashville. Uh, and I contacted the owner and about three or four months later, I bought all of those. And so uh, then I was, um, so suddenly I had 30 units, 30 rental units. I'm like, what am I gonna do now? So over the course of the next few years, I had gotten into almost everything. To building homes, I brought, bought a property management company, uh, it, which, came with, I mean, really, I bought that just to help me manage my own units, but there were other people's units as well. Uh, and, uh, and then I got into some development. Uh, I did a, a condo rehab of, of uh, 72 units. Uh, like I said, I was building homes and then uh, 2007, 2008 hit. And let's just say I didn't fare very well through, through all of that. Uh, and, and all the while I'm doing a CPA practice, but uh, so had a financial reversal, let's say. Uh, and um, so then I basically had to go to a job, and, and which is what I did for about 10 years uh, and until about 2017, when I got back out into doing consulting on my own and started getting into real estate. I started managing real estate for some clients. Uh, about a year ago, um, uh, we, we started a group called Harvard Grace Capital. Uh, and uh, just this week, we closed on uh, our first syndicated pro uh, property of an office property. That probably sounds strange to you in Chicago, but <laughs> office is actually quite hot uh, in Nashville area and the South. Uh, I mean, because... The approach to COVID has been very different around the country, uh, and suburban offices are really quite, um, uh, you know, popular and 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 attractive. The income is attractive. This building is one hundred percent leased, uh, and and will be through twenty twenty four. So anyway, uh, so that that's where I've come from, where I've been. I'm still a practicing CPA. Uh, and uh, and Harvard Grace Capital is looking to do at least two more deals this year. Wow, nice. Uh, congratulations on closing your first property. That's amazing, especially Thank for you. your own new company. Yeah, of course. And I'm actually pretty familiar with um, some office spaces, MedTail, some of that, because I actually work for 
uh, Liberty Real Estate Fund who does triple net leases and all that. So all the, I'm right. Kind of, I'm kind of familiar with it. So, so you 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 know it's it's not you know what we heard all of 2020 was that office was dead. And I'm like, oh no, it's not. <laughs> you, <laughs> you need your yeah, you need your med tails, your dock in the boxes, everyone gets fast food. Like it absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You need to yeah. pick up something quick too. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, fa- Facebook came to town. Ta- I'm sorry, Google came to town in Nashville. Uh and uh, they're building a major headquarters, but the first thing they did, they came to town and and, and took up every vacancy that WeWork had across their eight facilities in Nashville. So boom, even the co-working was filled up. So, um, you know, so it, it's been, uh, it's been uh, brisk and they did that in 2020. So wow. in, right in the middle of a pandemic. So. Yeah. Good for, good for them then. <laughs> good, good for WeWork. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. So I really liked that sentiment that your dad kind of put in your head from a young age of that you can't make money on your own time, but you can sell other people's time. That's, that's really interesting. I've never put it that way because you're supposed to value your own time and think that hopefully you can charge one day for maybe scheduling a meeting or something. But I mean, that sounds like it started you off from a young age to kind of push yourself to figure out what you wanted to do. Yeah. I wish I'd figured out what he meant about 10 years earlier, but uh, yeah, it's just a comment on scaling. Mm -hmm. If, if you're, if you're a consultant, and you're by yourself. Um, all you have is your own day. You everybody has 24 hours a day. But if you can, it, it's no different than making a margin, buying something for this price and selling it for a higher price. It, it's you're buying other people's time as long as you can sell it for for more money. Th- then you can really, yeah, you know, make you can scale it and make more money. So. No, I, I completely agree with that. I think that's a, a great way to put it and kind of break it down. Um, so yeah, throughout starting your own company, kind of doing the CPA business. And I hope you really enjoy that. You've been doing that for a long time. I dabbled in accounting, but never <laughs> got fully there. I focus, ex- yeah, I focus exclusively on fractional CFO work, mm-hmm. which I do enjoy. Uh, I, I never did enjoy doing taxes and audits and things like that. Now, I still do my mom's tax return, but uh, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the extent of my tax work these days. Yeah, don't uh, we all, though? Yeah. We got to chip in with the family sometimes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. So what would you say then, driving it down to a few points, has been like your biggest motivator to push yourself into, one, starting your own business and like scale your time, like you said, but then also scale it to other people's? What's really driven you to get to where you are today? Um, well, I'm a lazy guy at heart. <laughs> So, uh, so it, it, to me, it's, it's, it's the, the need or the drive to generate passive income, you know, to the, you know, whether or not I'm sick or whether I decide to impromptu go to the beach, you know, for a couple of days, uh, you know, the income stream continues. And, and that's what um, most investing is about uh, in that, um, you know, it's, to make make money even when you're sleeping or when you're not working, so that that's my drive. I do enjoy my work, uh, and I don't think uh, I'll quit. But it's it's not a it's not a recipe for building wealth. So building wealth and having passive income are are my motivators in doing this. So I, I'm not gonna 
I won't be able to work full time just managing real estate anytime soon. (laughs) I mean, that's okay. I don't manage any real estate myself, but passive income is where it's at. That's what I've heard. And especially in real estate, many people build their kind of field of wealth through that. (laughs) A lot of well, real estate has created more wealth than any other asset since the beginning of time. Yes. Uh, Yes. And and it's one of the original and, asset classes too. I mean, yeah, it's the original asset class God created for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely, that's ringing a bell from my other boss. He always says that it's the original asset class. No one else can top us, but right. no, great. And you have a busy schedule. It sounds at least if you're taking that time off too, though, I'm glad. How do you balance the work? Yeah. How do you do the work-life balance? How do you schedule in time mm-hmm. for yourself? Interesting. I, I got to speak at a uh, on a panel for work life balance um, a couple of weeks ago at a at a raise masters event. And um, you have a spiel all set up for us. Then you got us. <laughs> actually, no, I don't have any more clue what to say now as I did then. Uh, I mean, as I sort of joke, yeah, I've heard of work life balance, um, <laughs> but uh, as as a as a buddy said, it's really more of a counterbalance. When you're working on a deal or when you're surging or trying to get a project done for a client, you sort of have to surge. And so you go out of balance for a time, but you've got to remember to come back and go out of balance with the family or with the kids or, or any of that. So uh, to me, work-life balance is, is, uh, is achieved by remembering who we're doing all this for. Uh, it, it's, um, you know, we're doing it for the family and for the kids. And, you know, I want to be able to pass some wealth off to my kids someday. Uh, and, and even my grown kids. And, and I've got kids, I got eight kids stretching across about 20 years. And, and, um, and I want to leave them all some wealth uh, so that they will be able to do in life what they want. Maybe I can pass off to them some passive income so that they can make a career choice. Um, you know, when I was growing up, they, they told us, well, you need to go to college so you can end up with a great job. Uh, you know, it, it takes you a while for you realize that a great job just means somebody else is making money off of all of your time. And, and I've learned a lot in all of my jobs and most of them have been fun, but obviously I've chosen to go to become self-employed uh, and, and do my own thing and make my own money. Uh, I'm a horrible employee. So, um, but uh, it, it, so con- work-life balance is about controlling your time and, and, um, and, and making sure that you spend time where you want to. Uh, and, and, and I want to spend time with my family. I want to get away with my wife, but I also love what I do. And so it's, it's a, it's a challenge. So it's a daily, it's a daily work thing. So. No, I I agree with that. And I think it's, it's important that you do enjoy your work too, because that's what you're doing for eight hours of the day, if not more or less, when, especially coming from running your own company, that definitely does take more, I think, than the nine to five job (laughs) setting everything up, but no, that's great. And on top of that, do you also have like little habits? You said you try to do that counterbalance too, but do you um, have habits from daily, weekly, monthly that you kind of keep yourself accountable to hold um, for personal, I guess. So you're not always I do. working. 
I do. And it all comes down to my calendar. Uh, my wife and I grab time uh, every morning before the kids wake up. You know, again, we're old. We wake up early. Uh, and, and, and so, but there's 30 or 45 minutes before the kids start to wake up uh, and, and, and demand all of your time all day long. Uh, and that's, that's our time for coming together and making sure that we're on the same page just for that day, you know, um, and, and it's very important uh, that because otherwise, uh, if we don't run through our day together, then we, then, then I'm the one who's likely going to miss something really important. So many times after I do that, I have to go back in and then start rearranging my calendar <laughs> so, because, you know, because of priorities. You know, if I want to be there for um, you know, some event for my kid, you know, um, maybe something's been booked over on top of that. Uh, whatnot. So uh, anyway, th that's that's our daily routine. Uh, we always spend several hours together on Saturday. Saturday is my day with uh, the younger kids just to either play Barbies or um, uh, or, or uh, my 10-year-old son is really into Uno. He loves Uno. I don't know if you've ever played Uno with Very just cute. two people. With two people, you know, it's it's it hardly ever ends. It's like the game that never <laughs> ends. Uh, and uh, so, anyway, uh, Saturday is my day to spend time, you know, with everybody else in my family. Great, yeah, that kind of bleeds into the next question I was going to ask, which is how you use your weekends if you do have keep that work life balance outside of the Monday through Friday, or if you you do set aside time on the weekends because I think. Those are your time to recharge and reset just from the week. If you've had a busy one, especially yeah. seeing properties and just meeting more people, more investors. Um, I think it's important to set in that day that, like you said, Saturday for you. That's that's great. Do you guys have any uh, family traditions that you do on Saturdays or do you just uh, do something new every week? Do you like to change it up? Uh, we, uh, occasionally, and we certainly don't do it every Saturday, occasionally, uh, We'll just all crowd around in the kitchen and we'll make pancakes. <laughs> so uh, that that's been a tradition since my oldest was was very little, uh, and uh, and all the kids enjoy that. And, and uh, so sometimes that's just a fun thing. I think we're going to get away tomorrow and go do something fun um, because everybody's been cooped up inside. It's been so cold and and, and yucky lately. Uh, so we'll probably just go to a trampoline park tomorrow and, and you know, go have some fun. But uh, try try to make it about them and have some fun. We do have family time throughout the week. We uh, we're very active churchgoers, and um, so we've got a couple of events through you know throughout the week as well. So uh, and we enjoy that as a well. whole. Uh, but no big traditions other than pancakes. <laughs> I mean, that's a great tradition to start off. So I, I like that. I like that. And getting everyone in the morning together just to reset for the week or unwind from the weekend or in the weekend for the week. So that's that's a great little thing. That's a great tradition that I think every family coming together at least once a week to sit down and eat a meal, if not more than once a week, but <laughs> kind of having Absolutely. that. Time. Yeah, we, we do have family dinner most every night. So. That's good. Yeah. So um, you kind of touched on it before you've done so many 
things kind of, you started your own company, like you said, and you've been in so many projects and gained all of this knowledge and experience. What do you think has, was like a turning point that kind of helped you grow as a person? Is there like a book you read or was there like a specific situation where you're like, I need to step up my game. I need to amass more success for myself. There have been many um, epiphany moments uh, in my career. Um, back about the time that I bought the Carlton Sheets program, I was um, meeting with someone that I called my mentor. It certainly wasn't anything um, uh, formal. Uh, he and I were on a, uh, a school board together. And we were just having lunch and I was sort of whining to him about uh, working so hard and making money and not building any wealth. And he just looked at me and he was an active estate investor as well. He said, Stuart, you're not in the game. Those were his exact words. You are not in the game. I said, what do you mean? He said, you know, if you want to build wealth, you need assets. And he was exactly right. And there I was, an accountant, you know, a financial professional, and it hadn't really dawned on me. And he told me to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I, I know that it's going through a new wave of popularity as well. But I, over the years, I've bought dozens of these books uh, uh, to give away. I've taught uh, classes on Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And, and you know, it doesn't take very long. It's only 200 pages. Uh, and perhaps one of the poorly, most poorly written books in the world is sort of stream of consciousness. But the concepts are perfect. Is your house an asset or a liability? Uh, well, if you're not getting any income off of it, it's a liability, and, you, know, f- you know, from his uh, terminology. And, and so it really changed the way I thought about things. I've gotten a lot more sophisticated as, as I've uh, um, uh, gone uh, forward um, and learned more. But, you know, that's, that's the foundation. Other great books, you might can see some of them behind me. Um, Traction, Who Not How, Hunter Thompson's book, uh, Raising Capital for Real Estate, um, all great stuff. Uh, but uh, I would say um, if you're looking to get started, find some great podcasts to listen to. Uh, it's easier for me to listen uh, to uh, podcasts, but Something I didn't have when I was younger, you know, you know, uh, a pod was, um, you know, something that grew on a, in the vegetable garden uh, when I was a kid. But, um, um, but I think <laughs> the changed just a little bit. Yeah, the times have changed. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but the wealth uh, of information that is available in podcasts these days is unbelievable. Uh, And to the point where uh, I'm now turning off business media, I'm the guy, I usually have CNBC running in the background all day long, Mm -hmm. Uh, occasionally Fox business. Um, But, but so the, the modern media where you get the real uh, wealth of information and learning is in podcasts. And there are so many, uh, to, to learn from uh, these days. I mean, you could you could fill up 40 hours a week listening to great podcasts and I don't think you'd get through everything there is to learn. So you just gotta find some, you like the personalities and, and listen to them and, and listen to them regularly. 
Yeah, no, I like that. I mean, podcasting, definitely. It's like someone telling you a story. So you, it's like reading a book, but a little differently because you're almost talking to that person. You're just not talking back. They're talking to you and kind of right. talk you through a lesson or teach you something new or just have fun. So I think podcasting, I mean, I'm posting one right now. So yeah, you're doing a great job too. Thank you very much. Um, I, I love that. And all the books too. I know Rich Dad, Poor Dad was one of the first books that I read. And it definitely did give me the mindset of the house thing, like the asset or lab. I'm like, of course that's an asset, but it actually is not apparently to him. Um, no, but that's great. And I, I'm looking at the the books behind you and I'm trying to pick um, a couple for my bookshelf now too, because I have to add some more <laughs> fresh up on my stock, but that's great. Um, so kind of jumping back into then how you've came from there and you schedule your time, that work-life balance is really great. And I think it's, it's important that you do schedule that time. Like you said, what's your uh, favorite way then that you like to kind of wind down, relax. And is it just like those coffee breaks you said with your wife, or do you have like a specific thing? Do you like to have movie nights or go see like a show or something? I know COVID's made it hard for us to leave the house, but <laughs> <laughs> well, again, in the South, we've been acting like it's the COVID never happened for a year and a half. But um, uh, but my, my passions are, are, are twofold. When I can get outside the house, I like to go sailing. So I'm the member. I'm a member of a sailing club down in Lake Gunnersville in, down in Alabama. But I don't get to do that very much. Um, but I do like. Um, some of the modern dramas uh, on Netflix or HBO, and, uh, and and I will tend to binge those. Um, uh, um, this weekend, I hope to get to start the the latest season of uh, Yellowstone, which uh, I, I binged the first two seasons, and, and um, my oldest son watches it too. And uh, you know, he I, he says, "Have you watched it yet?" So he he just wants to talk to me about it. I said, "No, no, I haven't watched it yet." So. He, don't, don't spoil it. So uh, it, it's those kind of shows. That, that's how I unwind. And, and then uh, we do have movie nights uh, and, and have pizza and popcorn in the den with, with all the fam and uh, watch some Disney movie usually. Nice. I like that. The wholesomeness of um, <laughs> your free time. It's, it's very sweet. And uh, it, yeah, it just has a, such a, a, a pure sentiment to it, just to spend time with the family and to enjoy those moments with each other because someday all the kids are going to be out of the house. And then <laughs> what do you got yeah. to do except you and your wife having those coffees every morning for as long as you want? <laughs> yeah. What's on the calendar? <laughs> <Nothing>. <laughs> you know, Yeah. Even with eight kids, someday they'll all be out of the house. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, not nice in your own way. It's a different kind of nice. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh. It, it's something we look forward to. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Stuart. I just have one more question for you. Sure. I know you mentioned um, podcasts earlier. I always like to end the podcast on a little fun note. So it is the weekend. It's Friday. Um, is there any favorite song or podcast that you prefer to listen to when you're walking out the door today? Oh, um, oh that's a tough one. <laughs> um, if See, I, I segregate my mind. Podcasts are all business, so I don't listen to any podcasts uh, sort of casually. My wife does. Um, I do listen to music. I like a group called Big Daddy Weave, uh, which uh, is, a, is a Christian band. Uh, and um, 
but for the most part, um, uh, you know, I'll just either listen to the radios. Again, I'm old. I listen to the radio. <laughs> Oh, that's not. Oh, that I don't even have a Spotify account. So. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. Apple Podcasts and all, there's tons of platforms out there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's great. I'll have to look up Big Daddy Weave. I've never heard of it, but maybe it's yeah a, a southern, more of a southern trend right now. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, very popular in Christian circles. So <laughs> gotcha. Well, again, thank you so much, Stuart. Um, I loved hearing your story and all the nuggets of wisdom that you've given me and the audience. And thank you so much. Do you have any uh, final thoughts that you want to say to the audience? Any comments or? Uh, yes. The same thing that got me motivated. Get in the game. If you're <laughs> thinking about um, thinking about real estate or investing or trying to figure out how to build wealth, whatever vehicle you choose, get in the game. Take the first step and learn from it. Uh, it's uh, become a lifelong learner and get in the game. Great. I love that. Thank you so much, Heath. Um, oh, Stuart Heath. <laughs> um, this is TJF with Courtney, and thank you guys so much for tuning in, and have a great weekend. Thank you so much.